Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Sheila Malloy, and I'm the Education and Training Manager with Educate Plus. And this morning, we're going to listen to and chat with Jamie from Digistorm and Jordy, who's trying to keep awake despite the late hour over in Boston. Um, I'll give you a brief introduction to both of them in a minute. But firstly, I just want to let you know how this morning will run. So some of you may have joined us in these events before, but I'm just going to run through a little bit of housekeeping with you. Um, while Jamie is presenting, can I ask that if you have any questions, please type these in the chat or the Q&A function that you will see at the bottom of your screen. Um, we'll then get to these at an appropriate time in the session, and we'll also leave time at the end for questions. Um, and apologies if this all sounds a bit regimental, but as we have a large group attending and we want to keep everything on track, we'll get through all the invaluable knowledge that both uh, Jamie and Jordy can impart. Uh, the session is being recorded and will be available on our website this evening in the 2020 resources section. You just have to make sure you're logged into view and um, any non-members, I will send on the uh, recording directly to you. Um, so Jamie is the United States Sales Manager at Digistorm. And for those of you that don't know Digistorm, Jamie will fill you in on the amazing services that they provide. Uh, but in a nutshell, they're a software app and website development company specializing in the education industry. And uh, Jordi Mitchell has a long history of involvement with Educate Plus and has run many sessions and masterclasses for us on admissions. Um, he's completed extensive development and admissions enrollment work at several schools. And he's currently in transition from his 14 year old of, as director of enrollment management at Buckingham Brown and Nichols School to a new and exciting role in San Diego. So welcome Jamie and Jordi to our admissions webinar and um, I'm going to mute myself and stay quiet in the background until some questions come in. Fabulous. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Sheila, and thank you to everyone that's, that's joining today, either live or if uh, you're watching this replay a little bit later. Um, I'm sure that uh, there's, there's a bunch of people on the webinar that I've met somewhere along the way um through my my uh, time with digistorm so um great to have well who i'm sure are some familiar faces out there in the audience even though i can't see you guys i know you're out there and for anyone that i haven't met um sheila's absolutely right i'll talk to you a little bit about um what digistorm do um what my role is and then obviously get through um some best practice and and what we've learned around uh taking admissions online so my uh my next step is going to be to share my screen. Uh, Jordi Mitchell, as Sheila mentioned, has been kind enough to, to join in um, with the webinar today and to add some um, experience and color to um, what we go through today. So if you have any questions, as Sheila mentioned, you can drop them in the chat and you can drop them in the Q&A. Sheila will check those out and um, either myself or Jordi will be able to answer those for you. Cool. All right. So what I'm going to do is just jump in and share my screen here. Uh, let's go with right here and present. So don't worry, you're all in the right place. If you're coming to have a look at how we are managing the admissions process remotely. So admissions have changed and what have we learned is what we'll be covering today. And now admissions have changed, not just because of the pandemic that um, we've, we've all been experiencing and, uh, there in Australia, you guys are, are doing a great job of, of getting back to, to normality. Um, probably a little bit better than how uh, we're going over here, um, myself and Geordie with, in the US. But 
Uh, we want to look at what we've learned, what's changed, not just because of the pandemic, but as um, all of our enrollment and admissions tools evolve over time, um, those things that we've learned and some of those things that have accelerated during the, uh, the pandemic. Oh, and of course, you'd be remiss of me not to say thank you to Educate Plus for having me along and for having Geordie along. Um, thanks to Sheila, to Neil, to Tanya, everyone over at Educate Plus. Um, really appreciate you guys uh, uh, hosting myself and, and Geordie this morning. Alrighty, so what will we cover? We're going to be having a look at the challenges for admissions teams like yourself or like your colleagues, depending on what department that you're joining us from today. So um, challenges for your teams, not only during the COVID-19 outbreaks of the pandemic, but as I said, overall around um, your admissions processes. So we'll be having a look at those, those challenges. We're gonna have a look at how we're gonna to continue to create engaging admissions processes online. And this is that piece I talked about that has been accelerated because of the pandemic. Um, I'm sure that uh, everyone that's in the webinar today can relate that um, the, but we may have been you know, somewhat ready for working from home. We may have been somewhat ready for uh, managing our roles and um, relationships online, but I don't think any of us can say that we had everything perfectly aligned and ready to go for the pandemic. So there's been that acceleration of how we create an engaging admissions process virtually. So we'll talk about that. Um, we're gonna talk about how some digital communication tools can support your admissions process. So we'll talk about um, things like what we're on today, Zoom um, and other um, video sharing platforms, how your, your website can assist, social media can assist. And then um, we'll have a look at how other digital communications uh, tools can assist by having a look at the DigiStorm funnel system. Now, some of you on the on the call uh, on the webinar today may already be using DigiStorm funnel. So, when we take a look at that, uh, feel free to take that as a bit of a refresher. The system's always evolving, so there might be something new in it for you today. And if you haven't, um, I'm really excited to to give you a, a first look at DigiStorm funnel. Alrighty, so. For those who don't know Digistorm, um, we were founded uh, in 2011 at Burley Heads on the sunny Gold Coast in Australia, right, with, right where everyone is at the moment. So um, we've recently opened an office here in Colorado. And I say here in Colorado because if, you, uh, if we have crossed paths and you weren't aware, I'm now living in the US. Um, I've managed to keep my Aussie accent, which is good so far, but I've been here about uh, three or four months um, and open that second office here in the United States. So that's been really exciting, but it also means um, uh, I opened the office here in the US just as the pandemic hit uh, here in the US. So a lot of the challenges of working from home um, and, and managing communications remotely um, have, have been lived and very real for myself here. So we'll be looking at how we can translate those into, the, into your role in admissions. Um, Digistorm, we're, we're now at, I think, about 44 employees and growing. I think I'm going to slide here, 40 plus, that covers me for 44 um, and, and growing with the majority of our staff base there in the Miami office on the Gold Coast. We partner with over 500 K-12 schools just like yours. Um, potentially, we already partner with you, um, or if we don't, we'd, we'd absolutely love to. So we, we partner with schools across Australia. Uh, here in the US where I'm coming to you from um, this morning and all around the world. 
and we're, we're recognized leaders in software development for schools. So we've got a lot of resources, a lot of knowledge uh, in-house um, at DigiStorm and, and some of those things I'll share with you towards the, the end of the, the uh, presentation today as well. So not only we'll be going through um, what have we learned with the admissions process, but I'll share some additional resources at the end of the presentation as well. You already did a, a nice little introduction for me, so I won't spend too long here. Um, but I, yeah, I'm the, the sales manager here now for DigiStorm in Denver, in Colorado. Um, if, you, if we're not already connected on LinkedIn, I'd love to be your LinkedIn buddy. So you can grab me there, linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jamie Giblet. And uh, if you don't already have my email address, jamie.giblet at digistorm.com. Uh, Jordi, I might let you talk to your own slide if you're unmuted there. I am unmuted. Thank you very much. And I hope that I, I crossed paths with many of you as I was privileged enough to be invited by Educate Plus two years ago to Auckland and then last year to several cities to run some master classes. Uh, so again, my name is Jordy Mitchell. I've been in admissions and enrollment for, I'm going on my 30th year. And one of the reasons I'm very comfortable partnering uh, with Jamie and DigiStorm is I'm, a, I'm a, a former advanced computer science teacher and I actually wrote my first database that ran my admissions office in 1990. Uh, and from there, if I had an entrepreneurial spirit, I might be Jamie, but uh, I'm a school guy and um, I really wanna stay around students, but I have a, a real affinity for how technology allows us in so many ways to help us be better at our job. And um, many of us in enrollment, we didn't get into enrollment because we're computer science teachers. We got into enrollment because we're verbal, we're relational, we love to talk and meet people. Uh, but there is this other side, these other tools that we need to do our job. And if the pandemic has proven anything, it's that these tools are more important and can be more powerful than we ever thought before. Beautiful. Thank you, Jordi. Really appreciate that. And thank you again for, uh, for joining us this morning and this evening for yourself. Really, really appreciate it. Alrighty. So admissions process, best practice, and let, let's get into the meat of, of the session today. So admissions process, best practice, what we want to look at in a, any admissions process, whether it is online or in, per, in person is to create a positive customer journey for prospective families with ongoing support through each stage of your admission cycle. Now, each of you may have a, a slightly different uh, process when it comes to admitting a family into your own school. But along the way, the idea of creating a, um, a positive customer journey for your prospective families can be likened to any positive journey that you may have um, with, with an online provider of goods and services with any company, any gym membership that you may have, the more positive your experience through each step of um, the process of dealing with that company can be translated directly into, um, into a school admission process. So although there are nuances, obviously, as, as you all know, we're, we're uh, in, the, um, in the game of uh, education and looking after families and looking after um, people's children. So it is definitely nuanced and different from um, e-commerce or some other online example, but you can take um, that positive customer journey piece that 
really some online retailers have mastered to the point of it almost being a little bit freaky when you're uh, when you're online and, and shopping um, with an online retailer where they're just really making it about the individual. They're making it about your, you as you're making that purchase. And it should be the same for your families when they're choosing to invest in their child's education with, with your school. So how to make um, it a positive uh, journey for your prospective families at each stage? Well, part of that is having personalized and authentic interactions um, with the admissions team, with teachers, administrators, current parents and students. So it's all about the relationship. And I think, Geordie, um, this is a point that uh, I'd love you to speak to, the, the all about the relationship piece, because obviously this is something that you hold very near and dear to your own heart. Um, so yeah, if you could talk a little about that. Uh, thank you. I, especially if you're, and of course we have many schools on this particular webinar in many different markets. Uh, I've been working at schools that are in very competitive markets and uh, the customer has choices and they have choices among some very good schools. And the differentiator is how well we know them, how well we connect with them and how comfortable and welcome we make them feel. And obviously the way to do that is A, to learn as much about that family and that student as quickly as possible. And that's where a lot of these online tools are very helpful. We're inviting them to give us information about themselves. And then it's, it's incumbent upon us to use that information to connect with them in ways that are very personal. So I was, uh, I'm going to set lacrosse. There is lacrosse in Australia, not as much as here. Um, but if I were applying, let's say I was a, a netball player and I was applying to the school and you knew I was a netball player and the netball coach reached out to me with an email or a phone call or I loved studying uh, English or chemistry and I heard from someone at the school who's responsible for teaching those subjects, what that what that message is to me is, wow, they really know me. They really listened. They know who I am. They know what's important to me. And we've proven that with our actions. So the very first thing we have to do in order to personalize the relationship is to learn about the family and the students uh, so that we can, we can connect the people at our school, the teachers, the administrators, the current parents with those families in really authentic ways. And the one other thing I will say before we, uh, you move on, Jamie, is that um, I love the schools where I work. I could never work at a school that I didn't love. But at the end of the day, I'm a paid spokesperson. And what I really want is I really want to connect the potential customer with someone who's already made the choice to choose my school. And I want them to tell them why they chose my school and why they stay. Right? They are the paying customer. Um, would any of you go out and buy an expensive car without talking to people who have bought and driven that car? I don't think so. And in many ways, in many of our schools, they're buying that expensive car every year per child. So it really is about using the information to craft a relationship that gives the family what they need and makes them feel wanted. Thanks, no, th thank you, Jordan. I think you've uh, much more eloquently made the point than I had that, yes, parents are potentially considering one, two, three, 
four other schools, maybe more um, than your own. So the more positive that journey can be, the more authentic those interactions can be, can help um, your school to stand out. So I think that's uh, yeah a, a really good point. And I think what it also leads into is providing um, an up-to-date data repository or, or website or um, your, your digital marketing platform being your, uh, your school website where families can learn about your school and easily access the enrollment process. Um, and Jordan, I don't mean to, to throw to you twice in a row, but I know that um, you've got some experience in, I guess, taking your enrollments online in a really short period. I'd, I'd love for you to, to talk some of the advantages of that as well. Yes. Well, we all know that parents are busier than ever. And certainly during this whole COVID pandemic, uh, they were busy, at least in the United States, trying to do their jobs if they were working parents. And most of our parents are. Uh, and also now they became teacher's aides and they weren't ready for that. They weren't trained for that. So they're trying to get their work done. They're trying to help their child continue to learn in a distance learning scenario. So how do we make this as easy for them as possible to learn about our schools? Um, a, they can't actually get to our campuses in many instances. And B, even if they can, sometimes they're too busy. So the easier we make it for them to learn about us, to get the information that they need in terms of facts and figures, or watch a video about somebody talking about what excites them about the school or the art program or the sports program, the easier we make it for busy parents, the easier, the, the better it is for us. Um, because, you know, they put the kids to bed. I don't know about you, but I, when my children were at home, I'd put them to bed and I'd put something on TV and I'd take a deep breath and I'd open my computer and I would start to surf the net. And if I was looking for schools, that's exactly the way I would start. So that's where you draw them in, right? You get them to your website, you want it engaging, you want it easy to navigate. And from there, that's the one-stop shop. That's the portal where I'm sure most of you have a big button that says inquire here, right? That may take you to a Digistorm website. It might take you to your own website. Now you're starting the collection process. You're starting the relationship process and it all goes from there. So, um, you know, we, we, completely moved our process online a couple of years ago. And we had families reaching out and thanking us because they're busy. And we were making, we were, we were solving one of their problems, which is I'm too busy working and raising my child to really give this process the time and energy it deserves. You've just made it easier for me. Beautiful. And I think that that exact point of being able to solve some of those pain points for families is, is uh, can't be can't be overlooked. So, um, anyone who is a parent and, and Jordy, obviously your example of putting the kids to bed and then um, you know opening up the the laptop to to do whatever it, it is that you uh, wanted to do on the net that evening. And if it was looking for a school, that was the time to do it. So, traditionally, um, if a school only has their admissions process available between you know eight thirty and five or eight thirty and four thirty when somebody's on campus, you're really alienating or stopping a, a big group of parents from being able to access an enrollment platform. So having an easy to use inquiry form on your website, having an easy to use admissions form on your website that's available 24 seven to when you're, when your uh, prospective families want 
to be able to access it or, or are able to access it if they're extremely busy. And I'm sure that many of you would appreciate that, especially during COVID, as, as Jordy said, the, the, the parents have uh, become the teacher's aide. They're still trying to do work from home and uh, run a household. So having the ability to do an online application is paramount. So something that they can, they can start and potentially finish on another day as well, I think is another really good consideration. So it may have put the kids to bed and start the application, but um, one of the kids can get up and completely uh, derail that enrollment process. So having a form um, readily available 24 seven that parents can start and resume is definitely part of, of what we'd say admissions best practice for, for taking enrollments online. And then, so we're solving some pain points for the parents, which is, which is fabulous, but we also want to be able to solve some pain points for the, the people that are on this webinar. So behind the scenes of having that really pretty um, online platform where parents have the one-stop shop of learning about your school, understanding what's different about your school, what you offer, and then being able to inquire and enroll behind the scenes, you want to be able to have an easy to access system where yourself, your colleagues, um, and any other relevant parties at the school can go and access information about a, a particular family, um, where they're up to in the enrollment process, what the last conversation was that we had with that particular family. So that, you know, if I, I may have had a, a phone call with the Smith family, but I'm not in at work tomorrow, um, my colleague can continue that, that conversation. So having it somewhere that's really easy to access, um, and, and we'll talk more about the, the work from home piece in a moment, even though I know we're we're lucky enough in Australia to be transitioning back to being able to go back into the office and back into, back into our schools. But we'll talk a bit about the, the work from home piece as well in a moment. So I just have to say for those of us in enrollments, Jamie just said a really funny joke, didn't he? We won't be in the office tomorrow. Ha uh ha. -huh. <laughs> Never Jamie. We live in the office when we do enrollments. <laughs> for those of us that, that live in enrollment. Beautiful. Well, thank you for that, Jordy. I, uh, I, I completely understand that. And that's, I think, <laughs> where um, some of these online tools can be, can be really helpful. The fact that, you know, you're, uh, it, it doesn't matter where you are, you're still able to continue to facilitate that journey. So, um, and, and that's something I want to talk a bit more about on this slide. But before I do, uh, I really wanted to kind of drill down on some of those challenges that I know I've faced, Geordie's faced, I'm sure everybody that's on the, the webinar has faced um, during the pandemic, um, things like for you guys out there in admissions lands, having your open days and other really key nurturing events either canceled or postponed. So I, I can completely appreciate how much that can be a derailer for an admissions process. Um, and definitely want to talk a little bit about how uh, taking those, you know, events online have, have helped some schools and how having online events can be something that's helpful to have as part of your repertoire moving forward. So hopefully um, in the webinar, we've had some people have had some real good wins from having some virtual events. But for now, I just want to talk about the challenges. So I get that but we've had some open days and events cancelled or postponed. Um, we've had the lack of face-to-face -face interactions. So it's been quite difficult to create and maintain personalized relationships with your families. I know from my own perspective, 
um, starting a, a new office here in the, the US, trying to build and maintain uh, relationships with new staff members here in, in the US has been a challenge. Um, trying to connect with schools here in the US has been a challenge. So I know it's been a challenge for you to connect with your prospective families. We're lucky enough to live in a, a technological time where we have tools like the one that we're using this morning, like Zoom, um, like Google Hangouts, like Microsoft Teams, uh, like Skype. So uh, I, I definitely get that that challenge has probably uh, been helped and facilitated a little bit by the technological age that we live in, that we're still able to, to connect um, somewhat face-to-face. -face. But one of the biggest issues is prospective families not having access to your campus. It can be a huge selling point, your campus. So it means that they're, they're gonna not be able to get a sense of the atmosphere or um, have a first-hand view of the, the students' educational experience or current students that are already at the school. And, and Jordi, I know um, this is one that's a little dear to your heart as well. I wouldn't mind if you, if you wanted to add a bit to, to that one as well. Yes, so we're a little bit out of phase with you all down under. We, as, as soon as the pandemic hit, we had just mailed our acceptances. I'm at a pre-K through 12 school of about a thousand. And all of a sudden, I think we had a total of 14 different events for accepted students and their parents that within a two week period, all needed to be transitioned to virtual. And um, as you can imagine, it was a daunting thought, it was a daunting task, uh, but I believe it was Winston Churchill who said, never waste a crisis. And one of the things that we realized as we started to move all of this online was for those of you that have multiple grades, you might have little ones in kindergarten and first grade and you have high schools, is that we realized that we could put information, we could put our people, we could put our teachers, our heads of schools, our students online in this panel format and make them available to anybody. It didn't cost us any more. It didn't take us any more time. So maybe we would have had an event traditionally just for our upper school families and realize that many of our lower school families choose our schools for the entire journey. And we were able to use the digital platforms, the virtual platforms, to much more easily actually share more information about our schools, especially for those families that could be spending 12, 13, 14 years on our campus than ever before. And the, and the feedback we got was not just very positive from our, uh, our families who've been accepted, but imagine you're a teacher or you're a student or you're a parent volunteer and we're asking you to come out in the evening away from your home, away from your homework. Well, actually in a way, being in a virtual environment was much easier for our own people to share their knowledge and to connect than it was for them to be out of the house for an entire evening. So it was one of those things where we went into it with a great deal of trepidation we realized that there were a lot of positives that we will now hold on to even when we can go back to whatever normal looks like. We're not sure what normal will look like. We're still planning in the States to not have open days and not to be able to give live tours because we know how to do that, right? We can always go back to that, but we're planning on what will the process look like if we can't do any of those things. And we, the lessons learned was 
hey, we can actually make ourselves more available in a more convenient way uh, through virtual opportunities than we can otherwise. The other thing, I was on a, a webinar today with about 180 admissions directors for the states, and I was a panelist. And I reminded them that the other advantage that we have is that um, we all know how to use Zoom now. <laughs> and so this isn't new technology for us. In fact, our students have been way ahead of us. Um, they're living in this platform. Our parents are learning to live in this platform. So as the new abnormal, we've all learned how to use the tool. I, I think the transition moving forward is going to get easier and easier the longer we are in this situation. And I don't think, as I said earlier, there's some aspects of this form of communication that I don't think we should ever give up. Thanks, Jamie. Awesome. And yeah, I, uh, I definitely echo those, the sentiments of, you know, some of the things that have accelerated our learning because of the pandemic are, are potentially going to have that net benefit effect and hanging on to some of those things that have been taken virtually or those assets that are being created um, to be available on your website. They're, they're going to be things that are, are useful for prospective families, you know, w whether or not the, the, in the next six months, everything goes back to what was deemed normal before. So yeah. Awesome. Um, so again, in terms of, from a, a parent's perspective, being able to connect with you is difficult. Um, being able to connect with your campus is difficult. Being able to come along to an open day has been difficult, but for you guys, it, it's difficult managing, um, your, your family. So managing where you're up to in a process or sharing tasks between yourself and, and colleagues. Um, pr previously you were, uh, for many hours of the day, you're able to turn to your colleague and, and ask them where they're up to with a, a particular, um, a, a family's admission or ask them to share some tasks with you. So, um, I'm sure that, you know, between the people that are on the webinar today, there's been, um, numerous Zoom calls this morning, work-related already, um, and uh, I, I totally get that that's been a tool that's been really helpful to, to be able to continue that face-to-face -face communication internally as well as externally, but still having that platform to have that one source of the truth or one version of the truth for all of your, um, all of your prospective family admissions has been a little more difficult as we all work from home. So. Besides the difficulties for yourself in, in working from home, um, and we've kind of already touched on it, all schools need to find unique ways to interact with their prospective families virtually. So I think we've already, we've covered that one pretty well. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna move on to the next slide, but what I wanna talk about here is how digital tools can assist with your virtual pipeline. And you know, uh, once, uh, as Jordy mentioned, we go back to whatever is and determine to be the new normal, how, how these virtual tools to, tools can continue to assist you. So virtual campus tours, and I've got a note here saying they don't need to be perfect. Now, this might be um, coming to you guys a little late if you were trying to scramble to get some virtual tours up and running uh, three months ago, but one of the, one of the big things um, that I've seen with schools and with schools that are running virtual tours successfully is that they're running the tour. So they're not waiting for the tour to be perfectly polished, um, to be a, a work of art from start to finish. They're creating an authentic interaction with prospective families. Um, we've all got our high definition cameras. Uh, you can sort of see with my virtual background in our pockets, which are our phones. 
Um, so we don't need to have all the flashy equipment to get a virtual tour done. It can be something as simple as this, or if you're back on campus, being able to walk around the um, around your school with your smart device. Um, I think waiting for that to be waiting for that to be perfect um, could mean that you never run your virtual tour. So whether you end up running any virtual tours or not during the pandemic, I definitely encourage you to to consider adding that as part of um, part of the tools that you have available for your prospective families. The other things, and Jordy touched on this a moment ago, is having a bit of a video series or some video assets that really show off your, what, what, what it is that sets your school apart from other schools or what your unique selling points are at your school. So it could be that, you know, you're the unique selling point of your school. So you would normally interact with the, the families and, and you'd be the unique selling point to get people in. Then, hey, you need to turn the camera around on yourself and create an admissions video that, uh, where you're able to influence and interact with families. It might be your principal that is the unique selling point at your school. It might be a whole host, a basket of things, but getting these video assets um, created um, so that you know, parents, can, parents and families can meet, meet the staff, can find out what your extracurricular activities are. They can find out the why of, of your school. And I think, Jordi, you might have mentioned when we uh, were having a chat earlier that um, you, you can use some of your, your students to, to create these. So that it can be part of what they're doing as part of their curriculum or part of what they do as, um, as one of their extracurricular activities is creating these videos. Um, and is there any, anything else you want to talk to about that, Jordi, about the content? Uh, just, I just want to thank you for remembering that. You know, our, our students are, they're the outcome. Uh, if you think about this as a, um, you know, this is a, we, these are our customers and they're purchasing an outcome for their child. And I know that sounds a little bit blunt, but it's the truth. And our students are our product. And when they are in front of our parents, our prospective parents and students either live or on video, they are passionate about the school, they're articulate that sends a very strong message about the type of education that we offer, not just on the, on the subject matter side, but on the, on the personal and character side, which a lot of, a lot of families uh, really care deeply about. So use your students appropriately if they're, if they, uh, they're the right age, um, because you know these, these other things we talk about are all important, the campus tour, what's your list of, clubs and activities, what courses do you offer? Um, but in some ways, those are features, right? So I want you to think about how do we communicate the benefit of an education at our school? We all have gymnasiums. We all have interesting courses that we offer. So as you're thinking about your messaging through these digital tools, what is the benefit of an education from your school? And our students are really because they're our product at the end of the day. They are uniquely qualified without, with, to, um, to be communicating what the benefit of our education is. Beautiful. Um, and I, I, again, I think from my, my own experience in uh, looking at a, a lot of school websites, talking with a lot of schools, probably speaking with a lot of um, uh, your lovely people that are out there in webinar land today, that some of the best um, and most authentic bits of um, video or information on a website is a, a family or a student testimonial that is actually 
potentially built by the students um, or at least featuring the students. And that, that kind of emotive connection to the product of, of what the school is, which is the education and the, and the whole child that's being educated in your, uh, in your school, I think is um, one, of the, one of the biggest selling points. So I think that's a, a really, really good point. Um, the other digital communication tools, look, things like an information-based school webinar. So uh, less around um, what would be a, a virtual tour, but more of a, uh, this type of uh, interaction where it's, it's very much more about the conveying some information and, and potentially having some Q&A with a larger group of prospective families. Um, answering uh, online inquiries through, private, pro, through a private meeting through Zoom. So rather than uh, uh, projecting out to all of the people that are on this webinar, connecting with families individually. So using the tools that we've all come to, to know quite well, to Geordie's point now, we're all uh, semi-Zoom experts after the pandemic. So using those tools on an ongoing basis as well. So it doesn't have to just be on the phone. We can have these face-to-face -face interactions with our prospective family. Jamie, just back to your themed uh, webinars. We, we were able to, we realized that people have different interests and we don't, we can't really, they can tell us their interests, but we, we had a series of themed nights. So one night was a webinar about the arts program and we started with a nice video and we had student actors and student musicians and student studio artists along with the teachers. And we had another night that was about the academic program. We had another night about athletics, another night about community service and clubs. They were all short, no more than 40 to 45 minutes, all on a different theme. And that allowed families who were interested in our school to choose what they were most interested in. And we could then choose the students who were most passionate about those areas. And that was, I think, a real plus. So be thinking along those lines. You don't have to cover it all in an evening, right? People turn off in the YouTube era after a certain amount of time. So think about themed evenings, keep it short, use the people at your school who are passionate about that area, and they will convey the, the benefits very, very nicely. Awesome, good stuff. And um, I, I think the we, we probably touched on this, and I know, Jordy, you were, uh, spoke about it somewhat in depth is around the having a really well organized website that can host, you know, the tools that we're talking about as, as well as, as well as others as that one stop shop so that parents can, um, I think Jody used the word asynchronous, asynchronously, oof, a lot of syllables there, um, find out information about your school, meaning that you, you don't have to be available um, 24 seven, but your parents are able to get that information. Uh, any time that they would like. Okay. So the benefits of using digital tools. So we talked about it earlier, so I won't, I won't go uh, on about this one too long, but prospective families can submit online applications from home. They can do it when they've put the, the children to bed. Maybe they've poured, poured that glass of red or white or soda water, depending on what uh, your favorite drink is and can get into that online application. They can do it from their preferred device, um, whether that's their laptop, their home desktop, or from their, their smart device. So not only can your parents do that, and this gets back to always being in the office with Geordie, you can log in remotely to process applications, log and track your family. So again, think 
during and post pandemic. Um, there, there's certain hours that you'll be in front of your computer at, at the at school, but if there's something you want to log into before you go to sleep at, at night and just make sure that you're set up for the following day or remembering what time you had that meeting booked for, um, using the digital tools means that you, your colleagues, um, and anyone that you see see fit can log in and, and you know access this information um, about your prospective families at any time. You can have a holistic view or a, a timeline is what we call of, of specific information and communication that you've had with every family as well. So using digital tools means that you're not having to rely on a post-it note or a, a spreadsheet or a um, or, or your own memory or your colleague's memory of, of all of your interactions, you can have a structured timeline of all of those interactions. So what it really does is make sure if we go right back to the start of the presentation, it's a positive customer journey for all of your families all the way through. They're not feeling like they're getting passed from a person to person and having to start <coughs> telling you what's important to them and their family over and over you've got a record of all of those conversations. So you can continue that positive journey, even if um, you're not in at school one particular day and, and a colleague takes that conversation or if someone at the front desk answers a phone call, everyone can have access to that same information. You can have transparency with your colleagues, your staff, um, and with, with anyone else at the school by assigning and, and managing different tasks. So the admissions, admissions process can be complex. There can be many moving parts um, and more than one person responsible for those moving parts. So having digital tools means that you can set up tasks and checklists that, that make sure that um, everything that needs to be done for a particular family is, is completed. You can share those tasks and, and make sure that each family is having that, that positive um, experience. And Geordie, the, built-in lead nurturing and communication tools. So the ones that are inside um, some digital tools, and we'll have a look at the Digistorm CRM in a moment, but um, I think you talked about them being a huge advantage for saving time and resources. So do you want to talk a little bit about your own experience with those um, lead nurturing communication tools? Sure. You know, I've gone back, I've, I've mentioned several times that families all have different priorities, right? We, we shouldn't assume that we know what their top priority is. For some, it's the academic piece. For others, it's, it's a, a sports program or an arts program. It could be any number of things. So once we know what they want from us, because we've asked them, we've now kept that in our, in our CRM, well, if I'm going to push out that panel about athletics, you know, or I want the soccer coach to be reaching out to those people who are interested in soccer, it's very easy to run a search on the database, pull out people who've indicated that that's an interest of theirs and push something out from the soccer coach or the drama uh, director or an English teacher based on the information that they've told us they want. And for me, that feels like individual marketing. That feels like we're not treating everybody the same. We're not treating them as a group. And they notice these things. If I had to go through and manually look at everybody that mentioned they're interested uh, in Spanish, I, I can't imagine the amount of, and then manually create an email message for those folks. I can't imagine how much time it would take. I can do that in less than 10 minutes. And that includes even crafting the email. So the digital tools just really allow us to be much more personal uh, 
because it's saving us all that time and energy. Awesome. Um, and, and, and on that note, I think I might uh, give you guys a quick look through the Digistorm CRM now. Um, normally, if, if we're looking through this, and if anyone's been through this with me previously uh, when I was in Australia, don't worry, I'm not going to spend an hour because that's what we'd normally spend having a look at the system. We're going to have like a 10 minute uh, walkthrough of some of the, the benefits of using the funnel CRM. Um, for, you, for anyone on here that's already using it, um, hopefully there's a good little refresher in here for you because we are always updating the system to, to make it a little bit better for you. And if uh, I'm not sure if anyone from the from Genizano is on today, but you're just the example that I uh, I brought up that I wanted to share today. So Genizano, the all girls school down in um, Victoria and Melbourne, uh, are using the the Digistorm CRM system. And the reason I start on their website is because this is where your parents and your prospective family start. They come to your website to learn about what's different about your school. So the last thing that we want to do when we're taking an inquiry from them or they want to come and request a prospectus is to take them away from your website or to take them away from what it is that makes it special about your school. So here on the, the Genizano website, we're going to request a prospectus, but what you're going to see here is there's a nice little form for the parents to fill out to get a bit of information from them to get the prospectus. You see, it just looks exactly like the, the Genizano website, but, and it's on the Genizano website. So from a parent's perspective, they're just interacting directly with, with Genizano, but uh, in the back end, that's actually attached to the, the funnel CRM. So anything that's entered into the website on Genizano um, is entered into their brand, into their experience, into what they're creating digitally as that around the clock available resource for parents. But if they want to come to an open morning or, um, as I say, request a prospectus, everything is just done directly through their website and um, it makes things nice and easy. So we can come along and say we want to register for an open morning. Um, once we start having those again, you can see here in the drop down all the open mornings that are up and coming for Jenna Zana available on the website. And you can fill in the details about your daughter that you're uh, bringing along to the, the open open morning, any guests that are coming, and any other information that you want to collect. Again, the main thing I want to point out here is there's no reference to Digistorm here. This is about Genizano and, and for you, it's all about your brand. So parents have a great experience here. They get a branded response from your school saying, hey, we're excited to have you along or whatever you want that to say. But for you there uh, in admissions land, you're not having to then either uh, manage an email that comes through and put someone into a spreadsheet. Someone who submits this form here will automatically appear inside your funnel CRM, which if I haven't defined that already, it's the CRM customer relationship manager. <coughs> so you're managing the relationship with your customers, your prospective families. So if I, uh, if I went and entered in that I wanted to request the prospectus from Genizano, I'll be entered into their system as a, a new family and my daughter's information will be stored as a prospective new student at the school. If I then register to come along for one of the open mornings, I'll uh, appear within the events module at Genizano. So Genizano will be able to go into their events tool, tool and any upcoming events that they have um, coming up at Genizano will be displayed inside the, in the events module. And anyone who's registered to those events 
um, will be shown inside those events. So if, these are uh, just some demo ones here at, at a Digistorm um, demonstration system, but you've got an open day um, coming up. You can put that into the CRM. It appears automatically on your website and people can register. You can then see how many people have registered. We've got here my 2021 open day. So planning well and truly in advance, but we've had seven registrations for that. So you can manage the registrations. You can, to Geordie's point, communicate and nurture on mass with those registrations, but in a personalized way. So if I mentioned that my daughter was into netball, um, I'm able to get that information out of the CRM to let me know who's interested in netball because we're hosting uh, a netball clinic with one of the, uh, the, the Orioles or one of the Thunderbirds. Um, at our school. So how do we communicate with all of those prospective families and let them know what's actually happening at our school? So what else do I want to show you here um, is how you can then, I guess, filter a bit like I said around the, the netball here. Uh, if you wanted to communicate with everyone that was interested in netball from your, what we call the all lead screen. These are all families and children that have shown interest in coming to your school. Shows you the child's name, shows you the, uh, the guardian's, primary guardian's name, the year of entry that they're interested in, the year level, and what stage of your enrollment pipeline they're in. You can then go ahead and quickly run some filters on you know, who have we got that's interested in joining us for next calendar year. And we can quickly see that list of people and we can interact with those people or we could filter further and say, okay, I also wanted to have a look at um, people who are only interested in a certain year level. So not only 2021, but I really want to communicate with my year one families. So I can drill down and just get my year one families for 2021. So I'm quickly being able to, to I guess, dissect the um, information that I have. So rather than having spreadsheets or um, multiple documents, I've got it all in one place. And then if I want to have an interaction with a particular family, so we'll go ahead and just uh, put in my own my own name here so I can go and search for all of the, uh, the made up children that I have at Digisome College and we'll go ahead to Jacinta. So if we're having a, a conversation with, um, with the Giblet family about Jacinta, I can come along and, and have a look at everything that's happened. I talked earlier about that timeline where you've got a timeline of all of your interactions with that particular family. You can see that here. So whether it was, um, whether it was, me interacting with them. So you can see here in March, 2020, I, uh, there was a, a phone call um, recorded with uh, Jamie Giblet and it was said that Jamie is a winner. So we're very happy with that phone call. I'm happy with it anyway, but you can see here any interaction that's been had with the family, including them moving to different stages, your enrollment pipeline, any emails that you've previously sent out to that particular family. So we call you that, take the opportunity to welcome you to enroll at our college. And you can even see, how many times the parent has opened an email or clicked on any call to action that's in the email. The enroll um, part of the system is where once you've nurtured a family from being a, a prospect through to being ready to enroll, you can then invite them to fill out an online application. So the online application again, and I don't know if we've got Strathcona on here, but I'm going to use them as a, a nice little example here. You'll see would invite someone to enroll, you go to just the Strathcona website. Again, you're not going off to a Digistorm system, it's on the Strathcona website. It's all about the Strathcona um, branding. 
how we can go along here and say, okay, well, what is it that we need before we start this application? Okay, there's four different things that I need. Great. There's the fifth thing I need, which is my glass of red wine, which I touched on earlier. So I've got those four things. I'm ready to start. I can start that application and fill out that customized enrollment form to have my daughter join Strathcona. <clears throat> In that enrollment form, I can use my smart device to upload birth certificates, immunization records, uh, passports, anything at all that normally, if a parent uh, didn't have um, access to an online form, they might have to get a photocopy of and send in. Nobody wants to take, go down to the post office to get a photocopy or sneak it in at the office at work to get a photocopy. So we let people just upload things into your portal directly from their smart device and make it as easy as possible. When they get to the end of the process, if you've got an admission fee um, or an application fee, I should say, uh, that's all collected within the portal for you as well. The, the portal integrates with the four big banks in Australia. If you don't use one of the big four, you've got another payment integration solution. The last piece I really wanted to talk about. Oh, sorry, yes. Sorry, we just have a question in relation to sure. events before you move on. Um, from Neil saying, are the number of guests included in the overall numbers listed for an event? Beautiful, great question, Neil. So um, there's a few things that'll be listed for you in the events module. So you'll be able to find out how many um, prospective students are coming along. And I'm just gonna go to one that's got some registrations on it. So it'll let you know um, how many prospective students, how many of them are new for you. So how many are new leads is what we call them. So people that our first interaction with them is filling out that, um, that form on our website to come along to our event. How many existing leads are coming along? So how many of people have you've already been nurturing because maybe they would submit an inquiry form or request the prospectus. It'll let you know how many of those there are, how many registered groups, and then the total number of registered attendees. So finally getting around to answering your question, Neil, is that anyone who's registered to come along, so whether it's a guest, if they've just put in a one for a guest or they've put in a guest name, they'll be in there as a registered attendee, but won't count into your actual prospective student or lead number. So hopefully that answers that for you, um, Neil. Thank you for the question. Um, I'm just gonna duck back to the lead detail screen and then I'm, as I promised, I'll get out of here and. <laughs> see if there's any other uh, questions that anyone wanted, um, wanted answered. The last thing is, once someone fills out an application, the burning question for anyone who's not using a Digistorm system is probably, does it talk to my um, student information system? So a whole bunch of integrations have been built for Australian um, student information systems. So from Central to TAS to Synergetic, PC School, and a few others. So I encourage you to, to have a chat to us at Digistorm, but you can export the data um, for the most part, depending on which student management system you are using directly out of the Digistorm system and into your student management system. So anyone that's doing that double data handling at the moment, maybe taking something from a, a digital form or a PDF form and then enter it into the SIS, hopefully that's music to your ears. Um, you don't need to manually enter all that data in. Um, the majority of it will be able to go across from your Digistorm system. Final thing, I think I said final thing twice, so please bear with me. Task management, I talked about that. <clears throat> you can assign tasks to yourself, to your colleagues, follow-up tasks or automatically triggered tasks. You can quickly see how many people are in each stage of your admissions process, how they've converted between the different stages of your admissions process. 
For anyone that's using it, the, the Digistorm funnel, you'll know already that the system's built to meet your admissions process. It's not a one size fits all. We don't say, hey, this is how it needs to be. We build it in consultation with you, customize it. So the branding's custom on the front end for your parents and the experience is custom for you in the back end. To have a look at what the latest activity has been inside the CRM, how many new um, prospective students that have come into your system throughout the year from all the various sources, whether it's your website or whether you manually entered them because yes, we know that people will still call or turn up at your school so you can manually enter people into the system. And then lastly, um, some enrollment resources. So um, a brand new one from today, does your school pass the online enrollment test? So that was uh, a new blog post that went out. Well, today for me here in the US, it's uh, yesterday for you guys in Australia, but, um, but uh, yeah, so all of our, anything that's enrollment specific or admission specific will turn up here inside the CRM for you as well. So guys, that's like literally a, a 10 minute demo of uh, at least an hour, or an hour and a half product. So if any of that is piqued your interest, um, please don't hesitate to get in contact with us. We'd love to show you more. Um, but I'm just going to jump back into the slides now, unless there were any other questions about the CRM, but um, they can, you can drop those directly into the Q and A and I'm, I'm just going to go through a quick recap. So if you've got any other questions that are in your mind, now's the time to, to put them into the, the Q and A section as I go through the recap. So undoubtedly the admissions process has changed due to the pandemic. Um, but the admissions process um, has changed, I think, for the better. So there's a, there's a lot of good learnings that have come out of the pandemic, which is offering uh, things on a 24-7 on your website basis. So whether that's the unique selling points of your school, an online admissions form, an inquiry form, videos from your students, from your teachers, all the information that parents might normally rely on you for, um, can be available online, which is helping those parents that don't have time in those hours where you're, uh, where you're at the school. You can adapt your strategy by incorporating digital tools to nurture your leads for every stage, whether that's Digistorm Funnel or uh, using that in conjunction with, with Zoom webinars, with increasing your uh, availability of resources on your website. There's many tools that you can use and um, bring into your strategy to make that admissions process a really positive customer journey for your prospective families. And as, as a, my quick 10 minute look at Digistorm CRM, it, the funnel can really help um, take your entire end-to-end -end enrollment process online. Of course, um, admissions folk out there in Georgia, you'll be able to speak to this. Uh, you guys are super, super important in the admissions process. So it's not designed to get, uh, get in your way or, or be uh, a replacement for you. It's just, designed to take those things that might be clunky or things that you can't do outside of hours and, and give you the opportunity to spend more time nurturing those relationships with your prospective families. And sorry, Jordi, I imagine um, that you'd, you'd have some good stories around this, but maybe just your final thoughts on having some uh, digital tools to be able to, to help manage relationships and what that's, I guess, added for you. So, so actually, Jamie, what I was thinking as I was listening to you and looking at this wonderful product, and as you noticed, as you mentioned, there's others out there, is, and I do a lot of work with other schools around consulting, and I do a lot of work with them around their use of technology and their data. And what I find is that a lot of schools have excellent tools, but they really don't know how to use them well. And since we have 
you here talking about Digistorm, how do you all make sure that the office, the school that adopts your product, how do you make sure they know how to use it to its best capacity? Oh, awesome question. So, <clears throat> and uh, um, despite it being such a perfect question, that was definitely not something I asked you to ask me, Jordy. So no, he did not. It, it, that was not a planted no, question. Not at all. But it's so perfect that it kind of almost feels like it to me because um, part of what we do, and again, some of the people on the, the call today may have uh, worked with me or worked with one of Digistorm's other client success managers to bring the adoption and use of the CRM up to its full potential at your school. So at, at Digistorm, we offer a, an onboarding program to ensure you're getting the most out of the system. So we know um, that you know, out of a 10 minute demo like today, there's, there's no way you can understand all the power of the system. Through an hour demo, through a few hours of training over several weeks, um, you're not gonna know the full power of the system. So we continue to engage with schools um, on a very regular basis normally at the cadence that a school prefers to make sure that all of the tools are being used to their full potential. And if not, where are those gaps and, and how can we help um, schools to, to make sure they're utilizing the tool to its full potential and, and nurturing families as, as best as possible. So awesome question, Jordi. And uh, yeah, uh, rest assured that the Digistorm team, myself included, are here to, to help with that adoption and use of the system. Great. I just want to encourage everybody on the call who has a system like Digistorm to make sure you invest in how to use the product. Right? There's an old saying in the computer world, garbage in, garbage out. Right? If you don't know how to pull out what you're looking for, it's you've really minimized the value to your work if you don't know how to use the tool well. So invest in that. Reach out to the company that you're using and make sure that your your team is being trained. And Jamie, you there's a couple of specific questions in the chat box to you about Digistorm and what it can integrate to and what its capabilities are. Yeah, fab. Thank you. So I can see. Uh, can we integrate with with Compass? Um, so because I'm now in the U.S., um, I'm aware of. Um, the a compass integration, but I haven't seen it uh, myself. So that compass integration has happened since I've been in the US. So uh, for our friend Lynn, please get in contact with us and the, I'll put some contact details in here and we'll be able to tell you the full extent of that compass integration. So I can give you a thumbs up that there is one. Um, I just don't have the knowledge anymore to be able to speak directly to that, um, that integration. And I can see here, can we be used for Crycos? school enrollment applications launch overseas? Absolutely. So um, some schools will have one enrollment form that caters for domestic and international. So as a, a family chooses their path in the online enrollment uh, platform, one of the beauties of it being digital is that it adapts to how a parent's filling out. So if they're an international student and you've got certain requirements for an international application, the form can adapt to, to suit that particular application. Um, or if your international application is completely different and you only want to share that with pre-qualified um, people that, that you speak to or have already nurtured, then we can always build a separate international inquiry form. We've got a piece there around it. Uh, does it do we support different languages? So <clears throat> we've got examples out there where we did have or do have some portals that are using the Google Translate um, tool to support different languages. Now, I'm happy to, to say that 
you know, there's the jury's out on whether that's the, the right way to do it. If you're, if we're going to be um, running an admissions pro, um, portal in a different language, it's probably worth finding out what that biggest language uh, is that's applying to your, uh, to your portal. Um, I know we've worked with schools where Mandarin was the, the major language. So getting it professionally translated um, is, is, in my opinion, probably the better choice. Because if you're investing the time and effort into creating an online portal, having it professionally translated rather than the sort of okay job that Google Translate um, does is, is probably a little bit better. Um, so we, we don't have a language tra translation service ourselves at Digistorm, I'm afraid, um, but we can work with you and a, and a translator to be able to bring that to life. Um, and I, so I think I've covered them all. Please, um, if I've missed any there, just uh, Geordie or, or Sheila, let me know. Um, yeah, um, I'd agree with you. As a, uh, my previous out, I worked in localization, and the worst thing you can do is have somebody translate something wrong, especially if you're trying to attract your audience and know your audience. Uh, it has to be locally translated. So I agree 100% with you there. Um, guys, I'm, I'm also aware of the time and that everybody probably has to get back to work and you guys have to go to bed. Um, so any questions that you have, please feel free to either send them on to me or we'll also provide uh, contact information for uh, Jordi and Jamie um, on the website and they have agreed that they're happy to answer any questions. Okay, uh, so with that, I will say thank you both very, very much and enjoy your sleep tonight. You deserve it. Well done, you're getting lots of thank yous coming in on the chat there. All right, guys, cheers. Thanks a million and I'll be in touch with everybody soon. Thank you so much for having us. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Take See care, everybody. Bye.